I need someone. Is someone coming up the ramp? Zena and her mother. I need. Okay. You got another one? Is that where you're going? No. You need to check. I don't think we have to. Oh, no. Can we have one? It's only one. Hallelujah. We're not going to do anything without you, God. 
We need you, God. We need your presence, God. We need your strength, God. We need your power, God. We need your anointing, God. We need your wisdom, God. We need your knowledge, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. You said we can do all things through Christ who will strengthen us, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, as we come humbly before the throne of grace this morning, God, we thank you once again, God, of all of our sins, God. In the name of Jesus, have mercy upon us this morning, God. We repent of all of our sins, God. In the name of Jesus, forgive us, Lord God. Forgive those who trespass against us. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lead us not into temptation, Lord God, but deliver us from all evil, Lord God. Wash us and cleanse us with your precious blood. Cleanse us from the inside out. Create a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within us, God. Take 
heard of the times that we have seen in recent months and how these times have directly impacted the church and believers. Many years ago I preached on the thing that the enemy could use to sap the believer of his strength. One of the things I focused upon is isolation. It is one thing to go through a storm, but quite another to go through a storm all by yourself. Isolation can magnify anxiety, doubt, but more than anything, it will magnify fear. It is isolation that has caused man to turn from a drug. Racism is a form of isolation. It is the theory of thinking that one race or group is better than the other. This type of thinking gives you a separatist view, dissolving those things that are common between us. The elevation of one people or group or gender divides us, isolates us, and makes us weaker as a nation. Even the course that COVID-19 has brought upon us creates isolation. Those of us who have transitioned through this illness have done it alone, without the comfort of friends and loved ones. Many pictures we have seen of those waving at loved ones through the past. And as they transitioned, there was no one to hold their hands. No one to say, I love you. No one to say goodbye. Due to the spirit of isolation, times of trouble, and this season of uncertainty, there seems to be a state of confusion among the ranks of the believers. Our presentation seems to state Whose report should I believe? Should I adhere to those that say just go along as if there is no virus? Eventually it will disappear. The most important thing is that I live my life without anything imposing on my freedom. Should I live my life in a way that says isolation is the way? Stay away from people. As long as I stay away from people, I'll be alright. God knows my heart. I can worship all by myself. Glory to God. All of what has been mentioned has its own merit. But the true question is, what is God's desire and purpose for our lives? Somebody say yes, Lord. What is God's desire? For us to do in this season. There are some folks that will only be uplifted by the word of your testimony. What about them? We as believers cannot be intimidated. Our serving our God. No matter what we face, no matter the scale or size of the test, no matter the threat that we I believe in Esther. While facing the possibility of her death, or the death of her people, 
going to see the need. I will fulfill my calling in spite of what raises his ugly head against me. I will do what the Lord said to do in spite of the mountains that I face. I will finish my course. I got to believe in his And I will keep the faith. Yes, I believe that the enemy, if he comes against me, I am good. That God has not abandoned me. That he will raise a stand. Against me. Why? Because I am persuaded that I need a death. Yeah. <laughs> 
I want you to jump up three times and say, Lord, I thank you for the survival.
And I asked the Lord, what should I say? What can I say? In the midst of all of this, what do I tell you people? And the Lord said, first tell them to enter my gates. With thanksgiving. And my courts. Don't come in worried and heavy with the issues of the day. But when you come before me, when you come into my house, come in with the fruit of praise on your lips. Because I'm standing in your tomorrow watching me praise you for victory. I'm already in the doctor's room with you telling you that your cancer dried up. I'm with you to tell you on tomorrow that your child that was lost is now found. So we enter his gates not to worry him but to magnify him. Because this, even if I don't understand, this is what he told me to do. And obedience is better It's better than what you have to offer. Let's do what I'm telling you to do. In spite of what's encircling you, in spite of what's, in spite of what's eating at you and gnawing at you, in spite of what's going on in your circle of friends, in spite of what's happening in your home, when you come here. So 
survivor's praise among God's people. It should be a survivor's praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Before I say anything, Lord, I thank you.
through every saint is called to prayer and fasting. It's 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Tuesday.
Somebody can clap their hands today. Come on, somebody. Somebody would love to praise it, but they have the oxygen machine on. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.